90s Start version? it. Wow. They're going to pick that up now. We're going to sound so unprofessional. Start the damn thing. You know what? Let's start over. Let's start over. It's Mark's, Just kidding. It's Mark's, it's Mark's episode. Hello, everybody. Thank you. Welcome to the, another episode of the Alter Ego Podcast. My name is Jack Austin. You guys look so it disappointed. It has no effect like this. Really I'm disgusted. Should we start over? Yeah. Can we make it go faster? Uh, no. In post we could, but it would sound terrible. I am Groot. <laughs> <laughs> wow. We did a take two and it sucked even harder. Yeah, but you didn't take two because you didn't stop the recording and then restart it. It's been recording this whole time. No, I know. That's the point. <laughs> One take, no editing. Yeah. One, One take, take, no editing. Remember what Eminem used to say? One take, no mistakes, just keep it. Never mind. Flowing. How's everybody doing? Hi, Cyborg Mark. Hello. Hello, Mr. Hello. Ryan, who ran here from the depths of hell. How's it going? How you doing, buddy? <laughs> I'm not bad. How you doing, beautiful? Oh, I'm just... still talking to Ryan. Oh. <laughs> hey, baby, how are you? I'm talking good. to me, talking Mark. To me. <laughs> <laughs> Such a Seriously, though, how are you, Megan? I'm great. Good. Okay, moving on. <laughs> Next topic. Welcome to Picktober. The Mark the Cyborg series. <laughs> I went third. Yeah, you went third. went third. Megan is going last, and she last. has a bombshell. I Pretty love her. Pretty two exciting first weeks. I'm excited. Yeah. Let's see if this... Uh, ooh. This is going to be a great week. I already know. Yeah, yeah, you know yeah. why? Why? Because we got news. Oh, we got news. <laughs> do we have sponsors? We do have sponsors. <laughs> do you have enough papers in your oh, hand? No. I do, but I need to find where the sponsors are in these papers. There you They'll go. They'll be so upset with me. You know what? Somebody who recorded after us messaged me one time. I was like, hey, bro, kill a tree much? <laughs> I felt so bad. That's why I haven't replaced them. Uh, this episode of Alter Ego Podcast is sponsored by Forge Supply Company, makers of all natural and organic soaps for men mm. with scents like tropical teakwood, citrus IPA, cypress pine, and many more. Uh, try the pumpkin spice, which is called Carver as well. If it's still around, it's fantastic. Visit their website at ForgeSupply.com to order online and use promo code ALTERIGO to get 10% off your order. Forge Supply, no real soap, no bullshit. I just meant to say no bullshit. No real soap? No, no real soap. soap. There's some real soap. It's real, real yeah. soap. You know what else is real soap? Tony Anello, Southern Italian Cuisine. <laughs> you know what? I get tired of reading this mouthful. Can we just talk about Tony and Nell's and how amazing they are? Yes. I'm in. Ugh. We are going there with our children this weekend. Mm -hmm. I could not mm -hmm. be any happier. So excited. <laughs> Put Italian food in front of you. You really perk up. He <laughs> messaged me yesterday and was like, I haven't seen you in so long. I was like, like I'm well, coming. we actually have Come plans. this weekend, buddy. Who but is this? <laughs> no, no. Well, actually, okay. funny because like we always go there for like special occasions, usually for birthdays and anniversaries and, and stuff. But we and and of course regularly or you know for random things for random days and random meals. But since we've been doing the podcast, I feel like we've been going there a lot more, and that makes me really happy. Hey, hey, hey. And we're trying to build that relationship. <laughs> we burn off the carbs in this Keep hot podcast studio. Yep, yeah. That's right. So we we've go, earned that's it. Right. <laughs> yes. Yes. Uh, I'm waiting for the day where I'm disappointed in something I get from there. I'll actually be really super happy. But like, yes, it's not they perfect. Have a flaw. <laughs> <laughs> there is something wrong with this place. We're all supposed to go on our big uh, triple date too. I know to go there. So we should just get the ladies on that and tell us when we need to be there. Yep. Mm -hmm. Are and you putting also, me in charge of that? Being that I'm the only lady, <laughs> you are the lady wrangler. <laughs> I, I could speak to my ex work wife, too, which is your wife. Yep. She would be happy to accommodate, I'm sure. She likes Italian, right? Yes, she does. 
I don't need to ask it's, if Mark likes it. A, I know he does. It's a go-to hangover food. Hey. Oh, yeah. So I want to talk about something else before we get into news and announcements. Something we're doing with uh, movies, films, and flicks. No? Yeah, not the, with the a CKS thing. or an X? The They're the ones who joined us uh, for the Fantastic Four slash Sharknado episode or whatever. What was it? Shark in Venice. And uh, the they other did March. a horror movie tournament. Mm-hmm. And I can't remember the exact specifications for it right now, which I'll look up. But we had to pick. It was by uh, decade. Mm-hmm. Yes, by decade we had to pick. And by percentages on Rotten Tomatoes. Percentages on Rotten Tomatoes. One of them had to be over ninety percent. One of them had to be. Um, one of them had to be a sequel or a foreign film, and they all had to average a certain amount. Like they couldn't all be ninety. They had to have. It'd be like a seventies and eighties. Yeah. Here it is. And there were movies that you couldn't use. Okay, so here are the rules. Uh, let me see. This is a mouthful. It is. It's very That's thorough. She said. Pick five oh. horror movies. Check IMDb, Rotten Tomatoes, or Wiki to see if it's labeled horror. Only movie that can have only one movie can have 90% or more. Uh, only two movies can have scores between 80 and 90. You need to have at least one rotten movie, which is less than 60. And you need one sequel, remake, reboot, or foreign film. And pick your squad, and basically people go in and vote for it. And there were some movies that were not allowed to be on the list. For instance, in the 60s, Psycho, Night of the Living Dead. 70s, you couldn't pick Alien, Halloween, Dawn of the Dead, Texas Chainsaw Massacre. In the 80s, uh, movies like The Thing, Nightmare on Elm Street, Predator, Evil Dead. All the obvious ones, right? You couldn't pick those. So we, as Alter Ego, came in. And by we, I mean me, because I panicked. And was like, we need movies! Here are my movies! And uh, we picked a pretty decent squad. Um, well, with all due respect, you messaged us, and none of us answered in time. That's true. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So you true. picked up the slack on this like, team, guys. Help! And nobody helped. Not really. A Spoiler horror, alert. Although nobody Ghost helped. Ship, was and a good I'm choice. not either, which is why I was worried because I'm like, I don't know a lot I of horror love movies. Ghost Ship. Mm-hmm. I saw so, that on a cruise ship. It was great. I, wow, that's so, a really yeah. poor timing. So <laughs> here's the alter ego squad, which we decimated in round one. Like we put whoever we faced in the dirt, which, you know, they, everybody has great squads, but we decimated them on that one. Uh, Suck it, was it, losers. Train to Busan, oh, which yeah. is the Korean zombie movie. That was a 94 on Rotten Tomatoes. Really it's in my queue, man. It's awesome. there. Midsummer. Mm-hmm. which was 83%, mm-hmm. which I have seen a lot about, and I had to take Predator off. Predator was originally on there, but I didn't understand the rules, and that Predator was on the list you can't put. But naturally, <laughs> I picked Predator, of course, which I replaced with Stephen King's Cujo. Oh. Ah. And then I put this old trash movie called I Spit on Your Grave. <laughs> I like 78. That savage. Yeah. And uh, Ghost Ship, which rang in at 16% on That's okay. <laughs> I love that movie. <laughs> so we run round one, and right now, as you're listening to this, well, as we're recording this, we're ahead in round two. Vote for us. Vote for Alter Ego, because this means nothing. We just want to rub it in everyone's face. <laughs> but he's also better speaking than to the folks in the room, because I don't think either one of you voted. I will. Yeah. That is cheating the system, and I will not be part of that. Okay, bye. Is it? Um, is so, it <laughs> that's all for Mark today, guys. I got seven IP addresses. We're winning. Yeah, it's going to happen. I was torn between whether or not liking it as Alter Ego and liking it as myself. I didn't do that this time. I didn't cheat. I stayed humble. But no, I, I voted. Who am and I kidding? And he voted. Does that count? And you guys are going to vote before we even leave here. He's going to show you where to uh, find it. But yeah, so 
Before we get into Mark's pick, which, by the way, I love Mark's pick. Same, same, same. We've oh, got yeah. some juicy McJuicy news to Ooh. talk about that we're going to cruise through. Are we ready? Once again, I haven't been on the uh, the Facebooks, so this is all news to me. Yeah. Uh, you let me know. Oh, here is our first uh, movies, films, and flicks uh, combat with 44 votes. The Alter Ego gang came in with 30 Ooh. of the votes. Decimated. Great job. Great job, guys. We all worked hard for me to win this one. You're welcome. Thank um, you. You're welcome. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so there's been a lot come out since we've last been with you folks, and I really can't wait to uh, to go over them. First one, and correct me if I've done something, uh, said something that we've, uh, you know, okay, I already talked you. about. The Batman delayed to 2022. We yeah, we talked about, about that. That, that was I hate the last it. thing I think. And I, I think you're about. just trying to hurt me by bringing it up again. I looked right at you when I said it. <laughs> did you guys? Did I'll we talk about the uh, trailer for Arch Enemy with Joe Manganiello? Oh, what is that? So this is a superhero esque movie, but I, you don't really see powers in it. The premise, from what I gather from the trailer, mm -hmm. Joe Manganiello is washed up and drunk. And he sounds like a crazy person saying he has powers from another planet. So right? he's Hancock. He's Hancock only from outer space, but he has no powers. Mm -hmm. He's my powers are dwindling, being so far away from the other planet, blah, 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 blah. So he just seems like a crazy person. Yeah. And this kid takes an interest in him and believes him. Mm -hmm. And wants to hear all his stories. And the kid lives in a terrible neighborhood. And naturally, there's some crime boss there who's oppressing the local people. Manganello befriends the kid and then sees the kid get in trouble and then comes in and beats wholesale ass in the trailer, which I love Joe Manganello in the first place. So as you, sh you know, they talk about it, they show him trying to become a hero again. And, you know, so it's like Superman versus Big Worm, pretty much. Sure. On Friday. <laughs> You don't sure. know what I'm talking about. I do know what you're talking about. <laughs> Big worm. Big purr. But um, <laughs> either way, it was good. It was good. Uh, Jonathan Frakes, who I love and adore, you all may know as Commando William Riker. Oh, okay. Uh, he is going to be directing another Star Trek movie. What are you excited about? Are you excited about that? Are I you am. excited? Can you tell me a little bit more about it? Yeah, I could tell you that it's Commander Riker, and if there's going to be another, because it was the last one was done by J.J. Abrams, mm -hmm. and I think if I trusted somebody with a Star Trek movie, it would be somebody like that, like Jonathan Frakes. Mm -hmm. I think he represents everything that I love about that franchise. Him and the Next Gen group. Yeah, I'm a Next Gen guy. So me too. 100%. I could sit and watch Next Generation all day long and have, and it drove Megan crazy. Please, can we watch something else? <laughs> so has Which he done that? anything? That's the one with Picard and Riker oh, and yeah. Worf. Dude, all day. So yeah. has he done anything else directing-wise? Does I, he have any directing credits? I do believe he has directing credits. And you know what? That, my friend, is why we have a Google song. You want right. to go ahead and hit it? I don't know which button it is. Let's find out. Let's go. Nope. Make, make, <laughs> make some magic. You're way nope. off. Awesome. You're way off. Nope. Nope. Hey, nope. You're nope. going further away from nope. the truth. Yep. Hey! hey there it is. the button. Let's look up Jonathan Frakes, ladies and gentlemen. This Google search is brought to you by Tony Anello's Southern Italian <laughs> Cuisine and Eatery. And that's all I got for that. We love them so much. Thank you for filling us with pasta and carbs that we really don't need, but we love you for it anyway. All right, Jonathan Frakes. And what Frakes. did you find? Internet Movie Database. Let's go down here. Filmography. Director. See what he's got. 
Star he has, Trek. He has 44 director's credits. Oh, okay. He He's done some of the librarians, NCIS Los Angeles. I'm trying to look for some movies here. Burn Notice. I do love Burn Notice. Oh, Burn Notice. When you're a spy. Yeah. V? Uh, no, I thought that was... I was about to say V for Vendetta. I will lose my mind. That's not the truth. That's oh, not what v he directed. V is that TV show. He directed episodes of Next Generation while he was on the show. Okay. That's all I need. Dig it. He also directed some Deep Space Nine, Star Trek Voyager, Star Trek Insurrection, the movie he did. Okay. We're let's, good. Let's do it. We're good. I'm in. All right. Good do you think you. this will be in the Abrams verse or is this going to be something no. completely different? Something completely different. You think that universe yeah, is dead? I don't, I don't think he wants. I'm thinking about it, me. If I was a director, would I want to jump into somebody else's world and play or would I want to do my own thing? Do your yeah. own thing, man. Exactly. Especially with a franchise like Star Trek. You can go wherever you want. Yeah. You pick a ship, pick a crew, pick wherever you want them to go. You can do original Star Trek. I mean, granted, you're going to pull heavily from source material, but mm -hmm. I still think there's a lot to do. Yeah. Wow. Uh, we okay. had some very good friends who were telling us yesterday that Star Trek Discovery is the bomb, too. I've heard that. I watched one episode and went, yeah, it's okay. Okay. I'm going to check it out. But I, you know I've what? I think reviews. it's worth more than... One uh one watch. Yeah, I trusted my my source that told me. Okay, so I was like, okay, it's one of those people. If you tell me it's good, okay, I'll give was it a it shot. Franks, was it who? Was it Franks? <laughs> Who's Franks? Oh, what uh, whatever, man. Whoever what? we were just talking about, what? I just completely... Jonathan Franks. 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 <laughs> I said Franks. <laughs> I was like, is he my talking brain? Oh my god, I'm a little hungry. But uh, yeah. Speaking of hungry, <laughs> the movie Fat Man <laughs> came yeah. out with a trailer. Yeah. I'm so excited for Fat Man. It's unreal. I like how I sent you guys the trailer. You're like, we already posted that on the Facebook yeah. page. <laughs> Come on, like, man. I don't care. Uh, I'm Fat just trying man. to share something with the people. I love it. I'm, I'm so happy you did. I'm happy you're as excited for it as I am. Oh, it looks great. Mel Gibson is playing Santa Claus. Mm. And he's the like premise a, of the movie yeah, he's, he's is badass. that he told a bratty, really, really rich kid that he was naughty and gave him a lump of coal. And this kid is so rotten, he hired somebody to come and try to kill Santa Claus. Not just somebody. Nice. What's his name? He probably a few racial yeah. slurs, so the kid took it as a slight, you know? <laughs> sure. He's like, you're going to pay what you owe. I'd love to see Mel Gibson whoop that kid's ass. <laughs> We're probably going to see that. I, I, That's got to be it. the end of the movie. Billy love it. Thornton. Santa Claus beating the shit out of a kid. Yep. Yep, 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 yep. I love everything about this. I don't like... Mel Gibson all that much? I out. love Mel Gibson. Ugh. Okay. It as an actor, hard. as a director, I don't care about his personal stuff. Yeah. I don't condone it. I'm not like, hey, man, he didn't do anything wrong. That's stupid. All right, yeah. sugar tits. Mm -hmm. I can't think of what exactly. Mel Gibson movie. Did he say that to her? Yeah. He called, yeah. He said, uh, called her sugar tits. I can't think of one that I love. I know you love um that one Battlefield. Braveheart. Ooh. Okay, yeah. you got me there. One Battlefield? Were you talking about the Patriot? No, Battlefield Earth or whatever. He wasn't in Battlefield Earth. What did he do? That's John Travolta. Shit. Oh, Mel Mark. Gibson. I'm having an off that. day, guys. Mark, you're a you cyborg. Are. You're supposed I, to be a computer. Pull from your database. I am all in on Guardians of the Galaxy, and I can't really think about anything else right well, now. Well, there's your spoiler alert. There's our Picktober for today. <laughs> well, I we mean, have it's a few, in the title. There's not. We have a few more trailers to get into. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. One that I'm really excited for. What else can I It mess was up? a movie series <laughs> or a TV series long time ago that I loved. 
and it is a Stephen King property. Mm-hmm. It was a book that I have read as mm-hmm. well that was very, very good. It's called The Stand. Oh. Came out with a new trailer and a new cast, and James Marsden is playing Stu Redman, the titular character. I know nothing about The Stand. I've heard very good things about it. So, But James Marsden, I'm in. <laughs> Cliff's Notes version. And okay. Peter Skarsgård, who's the one who played Tarzan? I don't remember. He's in True Blood as well. Okay. What's his name? That no guy. Idea. Not mm-hmm. the one that played Pennywise. Sure. I can't think. Not the His brother. Yeah. Who's the better actor? Not his brother. Him. He's a better actor I than his brother. I think Peter played Pennywise. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, his brother is playing Randall Flagg. So in this book, there is a super flu that comes out. Mm-hmm. And it kills like 95% of the population. Already too close to home. I was going to say. <laughs> Perfect time for it to come out. And there are survivors left over and it's basically what it boils down to is the fate of all people the god god versus the devil people start getting dreams and visions from two separate entities one is i think her name is mother abigail and the other one is randall flag randall flag represents the devil mother abigail obviously represents the good lord okay and they influence all the rest of the people to see who is going to inherit the earth. You know what I mean? Who's going to win? It's kind of a battle versus good and evil. And it's all through influence of these people. Hmm. And uh, Is it a the, violent influence or is it just? No, not okay. really. Okay. It's it's not like a battlefield. We stand on one side, you stand on the other. We're going to win. You're it's more lose. like a difference of ideas and opinions. Yeah. It, it takes it very literally. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like in the first in the book, they take a very pacifist approach. Like, you can't, you know, influence us the way that you want to. So do what you're going to do. Hmm. You know what I mean? Okay. It's very interesting, and I, I liked it a lot. My favorite character in the book was a guy named Nick. I don't know who's playing Nick in this one, but Nick is deaf and can't speak, but he can hear mother abigail in his dreams and shit oh he's super cool he's super you only cool. hear one voice i mean well he also yeah i mean he's he's a good character anyway let's move on okay we've okay we're gonna have to come put all this news into one little one little word that i'm gonna say for everybody then we'll just dive into all the things that we've undoubtedly heard already spider-man 3 oh my god <laughs> i mean there's a lot there's so much happening. i watched a video with a rumor roundup thing on what the storyline is going to be and i lost my mind if isn't, they're really isn't gonna it do. like they confirmed it today that garfield and mcguire are both going to be in Spider-Man 3, like Both they're going them. to do a Spider-Man Oh, I skipped ahead about two news stories. I, I don't know if it's officially confirmed, but every major That's what I'm Hollywood saying. thing is like, yeah, they're doing yeah, it. Yeah, they're like doing Marvel it. Like Marvel hasn't been like, yeah, we're doing it. Right. But everybody but else is everywhere like, else, oh, they're doing it. All the other trusted sites that we've seen. All the variety, all the Hollywood variety, Reporter yep, yep, yep. and all them. And I got to give a shout out to today. my buddy Matt Sievers because he told me one time, you know, if it's from We Got This Covered, it's terrible. Oh, they yep. just make it up. And so uh, I checked what he was saying and i was like oh my god these people are terrible so you'll never see stuff from we got this covered posted from our page no but everything else that we've checked that's reputable like has said a couple different things is a good one superhero hype is a good one yep. yeah they've said benedict cumberbatch done deal mm-hmm. he's gonna be in spider-man he 3. actually said that in an interview mm-hmm. and, i'm gonna be in spider-man 3 and uh andrew garfield and toby mcguire have said are all but they're confirmed, confirmed. Yeah. to be in this movie. But there's someone who is Jimmy Fox, maybe possibly not a thousand percent confirmed. That's what I was going to get yeah. to. There's rumors, which 
you know, this is kind of, oh my God, we're not even going to get time to talk about the Picktober. We better hurry this along. Yeah, I got to leave early. I could talk about Spider-Man 3 all day. Tom Hardy (laughs) is going to be in Spider-Man 3 as Venom. Oh my God. Can you freaking imagine that? Well, here somebody said, well, that's the way to send Spider-Man off so they won't be in the MCU anymore. Uh, Hold on a second. Why would you introduce all this, loan Doctor Strange over, talk about the rumors of Daredevil being introduced in the Spider-Verse, and have the old two Spider-Men come in just to say, you know what, bye MCU, we're done. No, I think this is the complete opposite of that. I think this is completely opening everything up because what's coming out right before this? Multiverse of Madness. That's right. What else is coming out right before this? WandaVision, which is also multiverse based. Mm-hmm. Uh, multiverse so of is, Madness. Uh, Go ahead. They done anybody for Miles Morales? Is he going to be in it? I'm, I haven't heard any I've, rumors for Miles Morales. Well, I think Miles Morales they, is going to be a standalone. It, or, or if they end it with like a hint towards that being like the next big platform for the Spider Verse, <laughs> because. So I mean, he doesn't necessarily Gwen, need to be in the movie, you know? but if they do it like an Agreed. end credit scene with a Miles Morales idea or something, I mean, I don't know what this movie is going to end up being. If it's going to be a, I don't think they can go what? much longer without a Miles Morales. Yeah, live action. Well, Spider Man for forever. If I I saw a rumor today, I actually Dan Casey from Nerdist did a really long video about this. Has anybody read One More Day, uh, the Spider Man series? It was I have a not. Four issue series. Mm-mm. It is. A very amazing story. Like, no pun intended. I love this story. We're going to pick it up tomorrow. It's only, yeah, now it's only, it's only, should <laughs> I give you just the, the, the cliff notes, like just the beginning? Well, hold on. Let's. You're talking to two different people here. I don't know how Ryan is. Okay. I am spoiler heavy. I love spoilers. I want to know what happens. I want to know the whole thing. Well, I'm not going to tell you the end. That gets me excited like about the story. She doesn't like sto- spoilers, but I do. I'll just tell you this real quick. Everyone dies. It features the <sighs> devil Mephisto. <sighs> okay. And something very bad happens to somebody very close to Peter. Okay. And he has to make a deal with the devil to reverse what's going on in the universe. Oh, my god! Which gosh. cracks everything and opens up everything. That's awesome. If that's what happens, and that's how we get Mephisto. If they bring Mephisto, I was about to say. And it's Mephisto versus Spider-Man versus with Doctor Strange. Like, oh, my God. And then there's multiple Spider-Men. This is... This could be, and then the Rhodes galleries that you love so much. The, oh my uh, God! There's it's, talk of Scorpion, Rhino. Uh, uh, we're gonna get the Electro. Sinister Six most yep. likely. And if you get Sinister Six, how do you do that without Venom? Mm. I don't know. Yeah, I, I think they should. I mean, as packed as this is, I think they should give Venom his own, not his own thing, but like his own movie to kind of breach over. I'm ready this to see. This is super packed. I'm ready to see Venom with the big white spider across his chest <laughs> in true Venom fashion. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We're so close to November. I can't stand it. I am. I'm so well, excited to yet. see if Venom will yeah. make a jump to the MCU. It's going to happen. Venomized anybody. See, what if they think about it? They're they, smart. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. I couldn't agree more. They introduce, you know, uh, you know, Bucky Barnes, venomized winter soldier. The venom symbiote has to jump on Bucky to do something. I don't mm-hmm. care. I'll I'll watch that 30 seconds of film and be so happy. Venomized Deadpool first one. Uh, and and the rumors of Deadpool be, becoming the biggest MCU star. 
And one of a lot of his major arcs have to deal with his love for Spider-Man. <laughs> Come on, man. Sony would be ridiculous to not want to play in that playground. All right. So let's yeah. save this as one of yeah. our episodes let's, for yeah. November or yeah. something. So there's a movie coming out called Iron Mask starring Jackie Chan and Arnold Schwarzenegger. I saw the image, but I did not watch any trailer it or anything. It looks so corny and so terrible, and I am so excited for this to be one of my favorite <laughs> movies ever. Oh, my God. Just like... Arnold and Jackie Chan going back and forth. I'm like, wow, this is amazing. Those accents are both going to kill. Terrible. Oh. Terrible. Yeah, I can't wait for them to go back and forth. Together. Uh It's an epic action adventure, and there's a CGI dragon. Do I need to say more stuff? <laughs> Okay. We need to get moving because Megan needs to leave in 15 minutes. That's okay. That's okay. If <laughs> yeah. I have to leave early, you guys can keep talking about it. But oh, I good. Be here for a tiny bit. Here's so our 15 minute rush. recap of Guardians of the Galaxy. No, no, no. no uh, I'm not we've got more episode. news. We've got more news to get into that I, I want to talk about. Unless we want to just skip the rest of the news. No, and let's we do can it. Talk about you it. Give I just need to. The news. I okay. just gotta pull back a little bit and stop commenting so much. Iron Fist rights might have returned back to Marvel Studios. Thank God. Okay. Next topic. We might get rid of that old. Never oh, happened. Uh, Xbox is being sued over their Xbox One controller problem where the screen drifts to the left while you're using it because the stick sticks, which anybody who's ever touched any video game system ever has dealt with. But people Wait, found the reading. What? Yeah. Yeah. They're being sued. They're the second major corporation to be sued over this. Nintendo's already been sued over it. The stupidest shit I've ever Jesus heard in my life. Christ. People, Can't people just want... According to the lawsuit, Xbox customers are being made to repair a, a known fault, or in other words, a fault that Microsoft knows about but isn't fixing. Uh, McFadden, I'm sorry, I didn't read the beginning. Donald McFadden is the person who's making this claim. McFadden claims, uh, notes that they acquired the pricey Xbox Elite controller, and not long after purchase, McFadden claims the controller's joystick started drifting. Seeing this, McFadden decided to upgrade the Xbox Elite controller too, only to run into the same problem within four months. McFadden, if I look on here and you're a pro streamer, I'm going to be pissed. Of course he is. I'm not going to lie, my, my Elite controller is kind of drifting. The right one just so it goes up and down. Yeah. And I don't want to. I don't see it. But not okay, into how it. many hours would you estimate you've put into that controller? Uh, too many to count, yeah. bro. And uh, you're going to use that thing to Four. death and then go, hey, it doesn't work. 500? 200? Probably got like, probably like 3,000 hours on that thing, bro. Yeah. Plenty of hours. So you probably got your money's worth out of it. Absolutely. I mean, I know they're pricey but controllers, but at still. At the same time, they're like even the regular controllers, they know that that plastic thing that's in them. They know that it, it breaks and it's yeah. messed up. So if you know about it and you're not doing anything to fix the problem, it's mm. kind of shitty. Especially you when know? your controllers are $60, $75 a piece. Yeah. Well, that Elite controller is 180 bucks. Yeah, but the, the, the issue isn't with the Elite controllers, is it? Yeah. I thought it, oh, it is? I thought the, it was the, that the one standards. in particular being quoted yeah. in there okay. is, is the Elite. Well, they just need to keep doing Xbox. So it goes out of business and it's all PlayStation <laughs> from here on out. Wow. <laughs> Xbox got way too much money for that. All right, so here's one that I'm I'm – ready to be happy about and ready to hear the salt You're in uh, Ryan's tears. Okay. Oh, this bro. One. Not, not I'm so oh. excited for Ryan to be upset about this movie because I'm going to go looking for reasons to love it. Speaking of hours dedicated to Xbox properties, how many hours have you spent on Monster Hunter World? About 1,400. 1,400 hours. 1,400 hours. So there's a movie trailer that just came out for Mila Jovovich, Jovovich and Tony Jaws. Monster Hunter. So is it the husband and wife it's, combo doing this too? No. It's not. No, it's not horrible. a husband and wife combo. 
Oh, I thought it was her so husband bad. directing this. Oh, I don't know that. Yeah, I, think I don't her know that. Is actually directing because they always work like together. Because okay. he did all the Underworld and then made up her character for those movies. Underworld? Or not Underworld? That's Kate Beckinsale, my friend. Not Underworld. What's the other one? Uh, uh, Resident, Resident Evil. Evil. Resident Evil. Yeah. yeah. Made up Alice for no reason. Yeah. I liked it. Yeah. Mm. I mean, I, I'm not a fan of those movies. I think they're not that great, but I like that they came up with that property for because otherwise, I don't care. Okay. You know what I mean? Like the video games? Oh, I, I am fully willing to admit I was terrified playing a PlayStation and playing that game and hearing the doors locked from the mm. inside. I would be the ultimate survivalist because when I played that game, I remember walking up and hearing the doors Stars. locked from the other side and hearing mumbling me like, nope, nope, <laughs> nope, nope. Mm. Taking it off, putting another game in. Look, I win. <laughs> Don't need to know what's in here. I Don't love care. Those games. Uh, but anyway, the trailer came out, and I thought it looked so good. It's going to be so bad. You get a look at two monsters definitively. One of them is Diablos, which is a monster that uh, burrow, burrows under sand like a desert and pops up underneath and kills you. And for and some reason, he they're looks, all supposed to be female. He looks terrifying. I didn't read that. Yeah, they're all supposed to be female, and uh, they're actually vegetarians as well. All the dinosaurs at Jurassic Park are female. Are they taking like huge liberties with this? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, they That's are. the like, reason why I don't like to a disgusting this, point. Yeah, like I can see, see the look on your face. Well, this world is already like its own world, its own thing. It's established. The way that they're doing this is they're doing some shit where soldiers go through like a time warp and end up in fucking the Monster Hunter world. Yeah. Rather than just making it start off in Monster Hunter world. Yeah, which and they then could being have. Oh hunters and going after monsters, which I would have loved. This sounds like the Super Mario movie, bro. They're gonna. <laughs> oh, this movie's God. gonna be such hot dog shit. Well, for somebody who is a purist of the game, I couldn't agree with you more. For somebody who really doesn't care if a Monster Hunter movie exists or not, I'm kind of excited for it. Oh, yeah, it's, it's dumb. Man. I'll still never understand why they pay millions of dollars for these properties and then just basically sure. use the name. Yeah. yeah. Pretty much. Now, hey, 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 say what you will. Those monsters look identical to what they do in the game, and they look great. All right. Don't they? Tell me I, I'm wrong. I haven't, I haven't watched the trailer. Okay, bro. so in the game, are Just there quality I'm that human uninterested? No, no. I'll answer that question for you before you ask it. No, go ahead. What did you ask? I was gonna say, in the video game, are there or the video games, are there quality human characters that could translate? God is watching. Um God is watching. Um is no. Okay. That's well, all no. I need to know. Well, well no. in Monster Hunter World, there are like a few characters that like could be badass. Name me one never... definitive character with talking piece and character development in that franchise. Go. Are th um, I can't. Is he the third? Okay. So let's go ahead. Let's try something else. Uh, well, see, so you stopped playing before the end. Oh no, I beat started, it. Well, I mean the the extended part before oh, Iceborne the and other DLC. things. So yeah, there's other stuff in there. But okay, let's try this. Name a uh, video game. Any video game. Tomb Raider. Tomb Raider. Uh -huh. Laura Croft. She's uh, definitely a character you can build a franchise off of. Mm -hmm. Gears of War. Marcus Phoenix. You mm -hmm. can do that right there. Crash We've got Bandicoot. a character. Crash Bandicoot. Crash Bandicoot yeah. has more of a titular character than Monster Hunter World. Well, because Come on. Monster Hunter, you're the And all he does is collect hunter. peaches yeah, and if, jump if on if people's heads. it's a first-person thing, it's, you, yeah. you go through that trouble of trying to translate that. <laughs> Runs because from, booga, booga. <laughs> that point of view is just your point of view. You, you don't know that character. You never, yeah. Do you even see that character? See, that's the yeah, thing you that can, you love about it is that character is you. Yeah. But yeah. you don't have talking points. You don't have a story to go off of, which is why they're doing what they're doing. It's not like The Last of Us or any of those games where right. you know you know Nathan Drake, you know the character. So it's like playing a movie. Yeah. Yeah. Eh. 
So if you can't translate those characters, you have to make them up. Do they need to time warp? <laughs> no, <laughs> into no, a that's world? what I'm saying. No. There's some people that it, are there. That, it's like, a movie. In Monster Hunter World that you can tell, like, that guy was an obvious badass, but mm-hmm. you don't know why. And you have, like, a commander, a guy who gives you his missions. Okay. And then you have, like, his son who's trying to take over his footsteps and become the next guy. Then you have your handler, who's your friend, who's on this journey, who's there because of her grandfather. Mm-hmm. Like, there's there's story there. There's things that you could do that you don't have to, hey, let's go get T.I. and his boys and bring them back in time. And T.I. Do- is in the movie. Yeah. Is yeah. It t- yeah. They're pulling from the Fast and Furious yeah, universe. <laughs> no, hey, not man, T.I. behind us. Check our and scene. He, he was in Ant-Man. Indubitably ruined this movie. Yeah, Expeditiously. Wait, was T.I. in Fast and Furious or am I thinking no. of somebody else? You're thinking of Ludacris. 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 In- okay, T.I. was in Ant-Man. Never mind. Next topic, please. Yes, next <laughs> topic. Moving on. I thought this was kind of a touching thing. Mm. Uh, in no way are we sponsored by Traveler's Insurance or anything like that. But they did something that I saw, which is really cool. Zadi, the legend of Z-Hawk. This is a young man who was, uh, I think, I don't want to say it incorrectly. Uh, he's a protector. Basically, um, the story behind this was, I think they had uh, a kid who was killed in ac- on accident. Uh, and something that could have been prevented. And they decided to make a story about him, Zadi, the legend of Z-Hawk. And okay. so in honor of this kid that passed away, they made a comic about him, about the hero that he would have been had XYZ thing happened. I wish I uh-huh. knew more information, but I thought it was really, really cool. Check it out and uh, go check it, check that out as well. And that's uh, the last of our news there. Other than, yeah, the last thing I've got is about Andrew Garfield and Tobey Maguire signing up for Spider-Man 3. So with that. Thanks, guys, for stopping by this week. That's been our episode. (laughs) We have been talking for a minute. Um, But no, we were going to get into Mark's Picktober episode. I don't have it, Mark. Are you throwing it to me? Would you like me to? Yeah, please. We're going to send it on over to the cyborg, Mark. He's been eating double-A batteries off the microphone all day, so he's nice and charged up to talk about my favorite property in the MCU, my favorite ensemble of ragtag would-be heroes who come together and prove all the odds wrong and beat whoever the f- they need to beat in space. We're going to send it on over to Mark. Beep, boop, beep. Well, thanks, Dick. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> I didn't get your name wrong. Um, <laughs> no, no, you didn't. Um, okay, so... We've been very DC heavy, especially when I get the influence on the topics. Yep. So I wanted to think of something Marvel centric that I really love. And while going into obviously Iron Man 1, Thor 1, Iron Man 2, Thor 2, but when Guardians of the Galaxy hit, that was the first Marvel movie I loved. Yeah. Same. I oh. loved that movie. All the other movies were good. I I can watch Iron Man 1 a hundred times and be very happy with it. But there was just something about the unknown of the Guardians of the Galaxy. I'm a big Parts and Rec fan, so I knew all about the Chris Pratt Chris Pratt going into the role and training for it. And you kind of see the, him getting in better shape during, yeah. over the course of a season. His, <laughs> his, his excuse when they see him and he's in ridiculous shape is, oh, I just stopped drinking beer. Yeah, I just stopped drinking beer. <laughs> oh, that's yeah, it? right. His ass spent hours and hours and hours in the gym. There's no way they got that scene of him in the prison getting hosed off by him just not drinking beer anymore. Oh, no. He <laughs> was serious. He was in, you know, eight-hour gym sessions <laughs> yes. every day with a personal trainer and a personal chef and everything else. Hey, you guys 
want me to play a stand-in extra in a Marvel movie, I will go spend eight hours in the gym a day. <laughs> I will get an impeccable shape, and I'll look great on screen. You already do, bud. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> oh, I needed that. Let's give it up for Mark. Um, I'm going to let it go. <laughs> <laughs> I got to take it when I can get it. Yeah. So what were your guys' first thoughts on Guardians of the Galaxy when you first heard about it or maybe even when you first saw it? I adored it. I thought that it was it just such a great story with amazing characters, something very different, like you said, that we haven't really seen before um, in the MCU. And it was just a beautiful movie. Like, it just was so gorgeous to mm-hmm. watch. I loved it. So I saw that tra- the first trailer for it with the soundtrack mm-hmm. and the visuals and the character building just over the course of two minutes. It was a very, very large I'm in Yeah, for me. Um, definitely. James Gunn being attached to it caught my attention He's pretty, the man. pretty heavily. I was like, ooh. And then, just like you said, Chris Pratt uh, and Zoe Saldana. Mm-hmm. I love her. Mm-hmm. Michael even Rooker. Saw even her Bradley like, Cooper. <gasps> oh, I yeah. mean, even you couldn't, you can't uh, have Rocket. Like, I'm not I can't. big on Michael Rooker. I love, and see, I, was, I was super big into Walking Dead. Yeah. In like 2000, I think it was, when did this come out? 2014? 15? I don't know. I think it's in something that like ballpark that. somewhere. So that I was super into the Walking Dead still. I only made it about five seasons. But I was deep into it at that point. So it was too many, you ask me. <laughs> ah, I, you know what? It had some glowing moments, but I dropped out very quickly. I've only made it about halfway through it. Yeah, I dropped out of it because I read the first couple graphic novels, and then mm-hmm. I started watching the show and said, this isn't for me. Yeah, well, I did it the other way around, so I think I enjoyed uh, it a little bit more that way. Back to my reaction for it. I, I had high hopes. I didn't really know what to expect because I didn't know the property very well. Mm-hmm. But I remember getting to the end of that movie and going, holy shit. Wow. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's a game changer. I was like, that movie right there is, to me, paved the way for all the other superhero movies more so than Iron Man mm-hmm. or Captain America or Thor because none of them have superpowers. Yeah, they were all earthbound, yeah. uh, built-in science kind of characters. Yep. So this was the first intergalactic adventure for the Marvel Studios universe. Yeah. I mean, kind of outside of Thor. Thor's got obviously yeah. that Asgard sort of... Mm-hmm. But, th- it's, but it's not. it's only him. Like, there yeah. isn't really anybody else but that's... He, but even like Thor, it's more like... Um, a futuristic medieval yeah, kind of scenario, it, so it's yeah, very familiar still. Medieval, and it, he's still like living in a city, even though I mean, it doesn't it doesn't have the space sort of. It's feel. a normal society. Right, it feels right, normal to right. us. While I love it, like yeah. I love everything about Asgard. Absolutely, this was just. But it's in way space. out of left. They're yeah. they're going into people's heads, and yeah. there's a mining colony. The in Celestial. There. Yeah. yeah. Times I've seen that movie, I just realized that last night that it was the Celestial's head. Yeah. Oh really? Listening to it. Yeah, I'd seen it a bunch of times. That's but nowhere. Never caught it. Yeah. Yep. That's their headquarters yeah, no, in the yeah. comics. Ha, so. ha, ha, uh, headquarters. No, never mind. Sorry. I'll see myself <laughs> out. <laughs> but one thing that we talked about, and this was, I mean, yeah. prior to the um, Infinity War and the huge mashups with everybody kind of coming together, um, we had talked about how amazing it's going to be to see the interactions between Star-Lord and Rocket oh. and Robert, and, uh, Robert Downey Jr. and Iron Man. I was Man, salivating for yes. thinking oh, yeah. about that. And, I wanted and to see Drax talk perfect. to Iron Man so, so bad. <laughs> oh. That first, uh, that so that Infinity War trailer where they push it all, you go through the whole trailer, it's a roller coaster ride of a trailer. And then the last five seconds of the trailer is Thor going, 
Who the, who the hell? hell are you guys? Mm-hmm. And it shows the Guardians, and I went, ah! <laughs> <laughs> So good. Oh. But that's because, okay, so James Gunn is one of my favorite directors because I think he has a really, I mean, he just has a talent for making us care about characters in yeah. a very short span of time. Yep. It's the only Marvel movie at, up to this point that introduced five characters at once. You could yeah. say more because there's Yondu, there's uh, a couple other characters. Yeah, but are, the Guardians like characters. But the main Guardians um, heroes, he introduced all five of them. We got all of their motivations. We got all of their backstories. We understand why they do the things that they do in a very short period of time. And that, that is very hard to accomplish. Yes, it is. And so... And it's also, to, to your point, it's hard to make people care about people that they have no idea yeah. about. I didn't know and who I'd the hell Star-Lord maju- was an hour ago. I'd yeah. say the majority of people had no idea who they were. And I would love to go back and look at how comic book sales probably spiked immensely mm-hmm. once, uh, once that property came out. It was oh, big. It was through the roof because, okay, so Guardians came out in the 60s. They were part of, like, um, I think it was called, like, Marvel Superheroes. It's kind of like the DC Detective Comics, DC Action Comics kind of mm-hmm. thing where they're just kind of mini stories, a bunch of them put together. And Star-Lord was, it was drastically different from oh, what, yeah. what I recall. So in the first run in the 60s, it was none of the characters that we know from this iteration of the Guardians. Um, and then it disappeared for 20 years, and then in the early 90s, it got its own comic run, which all the characters were different. The only one that was included was Yondu. So Michael Rooker's Who's an character. original. Yes. So he's one of the originals. Yes. And then um, that had about a five-year run and disappeared for a while and then didn't come back till I think it was, it was either 2005 or 2008. So it wasn't that long to appear. I think it was 2005. So between 2005 and 2014, that's not that long to, to introduce a this team and then to convert them over to the MCU when people like Iron Man have been around since the 70s. That's what I was going to say. Compared to the other guys around, uh, you know, Captain America, Thor, Iron Man, Hulk. Yeah, 40s, 50s, 60s, Black Widow, 70s. Captain Marvel, all of them have been around and been established. Mm-hmm. This is a team that Star-Lord was created in 2005, and he's already converted over. So that's they only had a run of like 100 comics, I think, mm-hmm. until before this came out, and then... It splintered off. There was a uh, there was a rocket and Groot uh, side story. Mm-hmm. There was a Dratch story that CM Punk wrote. I know mm-hmm. there, I, which I still haven't read, but I'd really like to. Um, there's a Star Lord series. I think they've all pretty much had their own individual series. They they've become household names now. Yes, yeah. it's not uncommon to see. There, there was the Infinity War comic that was Gamora, who was one of the main mm-hmm. you know characters in that. I can't remember if she's a protagonist or an antagonist in it, but Gamora was and Nebula, her sister. Yeah, mm-hmm. her, and Nebula plays a very big part in that. So yeah. So I mean, as far yeah, as the MCU yeah. goes, I w- when we're talking about the movies, I feel. I mean, of course, they all make you feel something. Mm-hmm. But I think that if if I'm and correct me if I'm wrong, if You're there's wrong. moments that I'm thinking of, am I? <laughs> Jeez, but I. If I'm remembering the movies kind of in a certain order, I remember Guardians being the one that like struck my emotional nerve pretty mm-hmm. hard as opposed to some of the other ones. Like I don't of course there's moments like obviously anytime Uncle Ben dies for fuck's sake, because yeah. that happens every three years mm-hmm. for us. I was tired of that. Go ahead, kill him. <laughs> right. Yeah, let's go. Let's start <laughs> Just start with him dead. Forget this. But like the character development in Guardians One is so 
it's done so like poetically that it's like by the end of that movie when Groot saves everybody and Rocket is like he goes from being like an ultimate badass the whole time to mm -hmm. an emotional blubbering mess and at that point you you literally feel like you're him yeah and it took an hour and a half movie to get you there it's like it's so incredible how it was how it was done i love i love that movie i watched it yesterday and yeah, me too. <laughs> so, so and that's another testament to james dunn because um correct me if i'm wrong but in my own brain and how he's i theorize things he's not he's, wrong. he's waiting hear him out when uncle ben dies <laughs> as if you're if you're not familiar with the comments but like if you're watching spider-man for the first time not familiar with anything else and uncle ben dies he's only been in the movie for 15 minutes you sympathize with that because you think of your own uncle yep. or your own family. When Batman's parents die, you think about your own parents. Like, you don't have a Groot, so... But I mean, <laughs> or in a, a sense, raccoon. I was going to say, but in yeah. a sense, I mean, you kind of get that feeling that Groot is kind of like Rocket's pet, which is a little weird. Like, he's not, but they're like bros. Like, I, got the, I got the best bet, friend vibe. Yeah, yeah. Like, or like best friend, but just because you know he doesn't mean? talk that much, you kind of get, I mean, depending mm -hmm. on how you're seeing it and viewing it. Yeah. And unfortunately, the world is... Generally, more attached to their animals dying than that's true. Big facts. Humans dying, like, sure. Not that Groot's Sometimes. an animal again, but still, it's like there's that best friend, you yeah. know, sidekick. You think about it as a pet or whatever, but like there's that bond that they have that you it it doesn't even take a whole lot, obviously, of like dialogue from Groot and the back and forth. I mean, they you get a lot of that, but you have no idea what the hell Groot's saying. You're just getting the responses mm -hmm. from Rocket. And, and I like, love and how Rocket's still. the only one that understands him. Yeah, yeah. it's incredible. Says, I love I it. And am and Groot, and in that order, exclusively in that, that order. order. <laughs> yep. The thing for Guardians, though, for me that really made it was the music, bro. Yes, uh, I both love both movie soundtracks were excellent. Soundtrack. I will say that is my most listened to soundtrack. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's, that's yeah, true. that's probably. I still have true. it on my phone. Right Two now. is the only one that rivals it for me. <laughs> yeah, Umbrella Academy is getting in there. Like, uh, yeah, that's been that's yeah. been pretty TV. up there lately. TV, yeah. So I just I don't know. And <sighs> okay, so I'm getting ahead of myself. <laughs> that's okay. <laughs> let, me, let me go back to my notes because I'm just getting really excited talking about. Guardians no, I just love Galaxy. it. I think there's only been one movie in the MCU that has rivaled that movie for me personally in terms of game changer mm -hmm. and different styles and that's ant-man i thought yeah. ant-man was masterfully done mm -hmm. i loved everything about it um and, and that's the only other one that i really felt that way for yeah you know what i mean and there were like even side characters in this movie that i really grew to like even like john c Riley's character yeah he goes home to his too. family he's like i you know, my family is alive because of you. So. Please and Star Prince. <laughs> <laughs> like, who knew I thought I'd be, like, emotionally invested That's in John my, C. Riley? Yeah. One of my favorite moments is when they first lock them up and catch them in the beginning. And the, who's the other actor when he's, like, sounds like a bunch of assholes? The British guy. He looks like oh. a bunch of assholes. <laughs> yeah, whatever. Sorry, oh, what is his name? Works. I don't know yeah, how this machine works. Yeah, I don't know how this machine works. <laughs> <laughs> well, I have to run, guys. That's so. all right. Yeah, we just get leave it. your kids gonna, on the side of the road. You'll pick them up later. We'll finish. The, we'll finish the episode. Say, we'll you on. know me well enough to know how mm -hmm. much I love a lot of the things. So just mention me throughout the rest. I of the certainly Megan will. would love this. <laughs> I can't wait to get yelled at later for forgetting to talk to you guys about Megan's love for something. Yeah, it's important. <laughs> you well, did tell I hope I like you guys enjoy sweating to death. Yeah, leave the door open on your way out. <laughs> I'm done. <laughs> Let me get that snap back. <laughs> Oh, Megan is wearing a killer Guardians of the Galaxy snapback today it that we'll have to uh, take a shot of and uh, and put that on the Damn Instagram. you, Ryan. Why'd you close the door? <laughs> it got cool yeah. for a second. 
All right, so how do you guys want to tackle this? Do you want to talk about individual characters? Do you want to talk about... We can go into volume two if you want to. Hey, bro, it's your Picktober. We just live here. I, <laughs> I just want to just just reason to talk about Guardians of the Galaxy. I'd love to talk about the characters. Okay. Actually. Let's start with Star Prince. Star Prince. <laughs> I identified <clears throat> with Star Prince very much because he has that moment in the very beginning when his mom is dying. And he doesn't want to be there and he doesn't want to accept it and he doesn't want to be a part of it. Talk about hooking somebody in the first moment. I was just like, when I rewatched this movie, I think it's for the fourth time, maybe fifth. You've only seen this movie four or five times? No, I've probably seen it more than that. I say, God bless you. But I was watching it again last night just as a little refresher. And I'm like, and I just, that first scene, I'm just like, holy crap. And then he's like, terrified. I never him. noticed he had a black eye before. Yeah. yeah. I just realized that. Yeah, he's he's right. fighting the other kids because they smushed a frog, frog for no reason. Yeah. Ugh. And he done nothing. And you identify for that, too. He's like, this poor kid is just sticking up for something that can't defend itself, and he mm-hmm. got his ass whooped for his trouble. Mm-hmm. And then he has to go to the hospital, and his mom is dying, and they're trying to tell him, this poor kid, go speak to your mom that's dying. This is going to be the last time you ever speak to her. Go oh, talk to crap. her. Could you imagine as a child no. how that would how that would mess you up in the brain? Like this person you love more than anything on this planet, they're about to die. Your only parent. And you need yeah. to go hurry up and have the last conversation you're ever going to have with her. I just I, I saw that, and I was like, Oh yeah, no, Jeez, he didn't want to hold his hand. Yeah, her hand. Oh, he didn't want yeah. to because he didn't. Uh, to to me, it like, was like he didn't want to accept it. Accept it. it exactly. Because if I hold your hand, that makes it real. That means you're about to die. And if I don't hold on to you and I don't do that, then it's not going to happen. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And what's he going to do? He's going to run. Yeah. Oh man. And that shapes who he is. Yeah. Yeah. All the time. That and the music. I, so I love that. It start starts off super dramatic with that, and you get the feels right away, and then it jumps into him breaking in Indiana Jones style. Yep. <laughs> to get the uh, un- unmentioned un- Infinity Stone so far, so it jumps into the action sequence. He blows through the wall. He uses the rockets to get out of there. Wow, that's pretty cool. Yeah. But right before all that, it cu- it completely breaks everything when he's like, "You may know me as Star Star Lord." And the and the <laughs> indomitable Digimon Hansu, who oh, I love he is in great. everything he's ever been in, just plays it so good. Who? He's so <laughs> scary in the beginning, too, when he's like, come on! And he's like, grab him! And I was like, oh, God, this is going to turn really bad. Then he's like, you know, there's another name I know me by. Star-Lord. So originally, he was supposed to say that like a badass, and they were supposed to know who Star-Lord was. Mm-hmm. And that was uh, Chris Pratt's idea to say that he knew, that nobody knew who he was. And he kept trying to get say people it. to like, <laughs> I'm Star-Lord. And they're like, who? And fun fact, the Ninja Turtles were coming out. The new, the remake of the Ninja Turtles was coming out the same week that movie came out. Mm-hmm. And the guy, the little grub keeps touching him. He's like, Ninja Turtle, you better stop poking me. <laughs> That's because Ninja Turtles was coming out at the same time. Ah. That's funny. I like it. Me too. Oh, man. But his character, man, it, it goes on a great arc. And he really, I don't think, even ever matures. Mm-mm. Truly. He's I pretty mean, much himself. Like yeah. He cares about people more. And he's growing to love the family he comes into for yeah. all this. But... He's himself at the end of the day. Yeah, and he's, he's willing to do, do the right thing. Whatever he has to do uh, to survive, have mm-hmm. a great time. You know what I mean? He's not afraid to bend the rules, but there's a line he will not. A little cross. bit of good, 
little bit of bad. Yep, a little bit of both. <laughs> so, who who should we talk about next? Drax here? the Destroyer. I no. love Dave Batista. You know who I am, yes. <laughs> he said that. I was like, you fucking better know who he is. There's going to be some trouble if you don't know who he is. Oh, man. I didn't think he was going to do a great job. I was worried about Bat. Uh, I rolled Batista. my eyes when they said, Batista's going to yeah. be in an upcoming Marvel yep. movie. I was, I was like, like nope. oh, boy. I was like, he doesn't have the acting chops. Vince McMahon got him in here. And I was so happy to put my foot in my mouth. Oh, I have a big size 13 wide, and I was like, smiling ear to ear when I put my foot in my mouth. <laughs> Because he did so good. He did. He was perfect for that. Yeah. And God bless perfect. him for sitting through like eight hours of makeup every day. Every day. freaking things put on him. You watched the video of him doing that? Yeah. I mean, oh, brutal. my God. And he was like, I will always play Drax. What do you mean? Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> I'll play him. You wonder where they're? Yes. And there have been so many like actors, like the guy who did Nightcrawler specifically was like, I will never be back for mm -hmm. Nightcrawler because I don't want to do this. That's what Jennifer Lawrence did too in the yep. X-Men movies. Yeah. Yeah. That's, That's why in the last one, she's just basically human form the entire hers time. Is, hers is full body too. That's true. That's, That's tough. Yeah. Drax is waist up. Yep. So, so, but man, I love Drax. Like just the idea of the character. I'm not sure because I haven't read a lot of the original Guardians of the Galaxy. There were comics. liberties taken. I was with gonna Drax. say there's probably liberties taken. He was originally created to be a weapon to kill Thanos. That's right. Oh, wasn't comics. he like an insurance salesman he or something? Engineered <laughs> right. Yes. He was a He's human the soul being. of an insurance yep. salesman that plays the saxophone. Yep. I remember <laughs> reading that and I'm like, what the hell is this? Yeah. And uh, at some point Drax even like sheds his outer being to a more ruthless, stronger Drax inside of him. Mm -hmm. And it's a physical metamorphosis, if I'm not mistaken. Wow. So, like, that's something I would love to see, too. Yeah. Although you couldn't do it because then you wouldn't have Dave Batista. Hey, we need you to be smaller. <laughs> you know? That just true. wouldn't work. I just, even though there were liberties taken with that character, yeah, I think it's all for the best. I, I do, too. Rather than just a ruthless killer with two knives. Exactly. So... Um, but I, I liked his, uh, you know, because he was a tough guy. He was a simpleton, mm -hmm. which was kind of funny too, to me, but at the same time, he's just literal. That's all. Yeah. <laughs> well, very literal. Yeah. My favorite. Well, speaking of guardians too, is when he's retching just because Mantis is trying to wake him up, oh. wake up and he's like, Ugh! <laughs> What's the matter? I'm imagining You're being hideous. with you physically. <laughs> and then she's like, I don't even like the type of thing you are. And he's like, Hey, there's no need to throw insults around. <laughs> <laughs> my favorite part with him so in one good. is uh, when uh, Star-Lord goes back to get his uh, tape recorder, and he's like, what is that? He's like, you're yeah. an imbecile. You're an imbecile. I'm yeah. Like, I'm surprised he can say a word that big. He's like, you're he's going to be. stupid. Right. He's like, you're going to be a. You're going to be a valued ally in battle. <laughs> what was so important? And then he's like this, and he's like, you're an imbecile. <laughs> So good. Yeah, it is. Yeah. So. I mean, he he makes a really bad decision in this movie when he calls Ronan and says, I'm here. Come fight me. But he's also very drunk when he does it. Yeah. Uh, I got to say, I loved that. <laughs> drunk dialing supervillains? You called him? Hey, I'm hey, right here. Come down here. There's an ass whooping down on the planet. Come on down here and get it. <laughs> I was like, let's freaking go. That's amazing. Drax drunk playing whatever gambling game that was with the weird rat monster yeah. running around. Yeah. I'm like, this. I want to see Drax drunk all the time. This guy looks like a hoot. <laughs> uh -huh. 
If it ends in a bar fight with him and uh, Rocket again, absolutely. Oh man, yeah, it, it's gonna be it's gonna be epic. And Groot always having to play middleman for everybody. Uh, but yeah, I, I'm trying to look up something on Drax's metamorphosis, and somebody hears this, and, and I'm I'm wording it incorrectly. Please let me know. But I I have seen it before in a comic where he was changing into something different. But he was definitely designed to kill Thanos. Yeah, that I do remember. Um, I remember it was uh, Thanos's father. Oh, Titan. Is, no, like not the Maker. What what is Thanos's dad's name? Bob. Ugh, yeah, Bob. Bob Thanos, mm, nice to meet I'm you. I'm pretty sure it's, uh, maybe it's not Titan. Pretty sure it starts with an M. But Thanos, okay, so Thanos kills this guy. He slays this guy in the middle of the street in front of his Mentor. wife. Mentor. Mentor, that's what it was. And um, so Thanos' dad goes, you know what? He just can't get away with this. He, we're going we're gonna to teach him a lesson. So he sucks the soul out of, the, out of that guy's body and puts it in the Drax body and says, mm -hmm. you're Drax the Destroyer. You have one mission. Kill Thanos. Kill Thanos. So my son will always be on his toes. But I did like the idea of him having a family that was, it made it more relatable to the story mm -hmm. for him to have his family be killed, and uh, and then that was his reason for vengeance and going in. It was a lot more relatable. I like. Yeah, instead more. of just being a, a single-minded dummy, like he has a reason. Mm -hmm. Everything else has been stripped away from me. This is my only purpose now. Not the purpose I was designed to have. So I like that a lot. Yeah. Um, yeah, looking at his powers and abilities, he's just... Drax had telepathy? Could you imagine? Ugh. He hmm. even <laughs> had to fight Thanos in a psychic battle to a stalemate. That's pretty impressive. Oh, That's okay. a lot smarter of a Drax than we've seen in the yeah, movie. Yeah. Unless he stood so incredibly still. That his movements were imperceptible. Okay, maybe he is an idiot. He's sure he was invisible. I just, I am partial to the movie version. Yeah, yeah, because it's the version I'm most familiar with. Yeah, but I, I, I like it too. But I feel like James Dunn did a really great job of building out those characters. So, but there's now, really not a whole lot to complain about. But now, uh, Drax has, well, well, Marvel has taken liberties with all their properties to make them more like their counterparts in the movie because they're so adaptable. Like, oh, yeah. Those those comic books have been uh, retroactively changed. To, 100%. Yeah. To make them just like they are in the movie. Yeah. Which is good. Which smart. is smart. Yeah. So, okay. Because that movie made $800 million. Yeah. And it's going to continue to make money like mm -hmm. that. It's crazy. It's made Chris Pratt a household name. Mm-hmm. Um, do you want to bundle Rocket and Groot together? Yeah, or do you want to I talk think about so. them individually. Yeah. Let's bundle them together. How about the potential for Groot to be <laughs> such a powerful character? <laughs> I yeah. was thinking okay, my one of my favorite scenes from the uh from the first movie is when all those guys come rushing in towards the end. Yeah. yeah. And he just skewers them like a barbecue. Yeah. And then he turns around and he just throws smiles them. at everybody. Throws them side by side in this tunnel, beating them to death, bludgeoning them to death, and then yes, throws them all down simultaneously and looks back like thumbs up, I do good. <laughs> yeah. Because like the doors open and everybody in the guardians goes, Oh my god. Yeah. They just all look at each other like, oh shit. Yeah. And <laughs> Vin Diesel, bah, baby. Bah, bah, bah. Oh. Ah, yeah. We good? <laughs> I am rude. So good. And I like how in the uh, Infinity Saga, uh, they're all starting to understand him. 
Mm-hmm. That makes it a lot better. The longer you've I been don't want him them. to say anything more than I am Groot or we are Groot or whatever it is, but I darn sure like that people can understand him now. I, I've been wondering, does Rocket actually understand him or does he just understand the inflections? He does actually understand him. Okay. Yeah, because uh, they taught it on Asgard as an elective. Thor took it. He speaks Groot, too. Yeah. <laughs> I forgot about that. <laughs> yeah. But, yes, Groot is a language, and, yes, I think there's some telepathic side of understanding what they're saying. Okay. A lot of it is inflection and stuff like mm-hmm. that. Just pee in the cup, pull the cup out to space, and go in the cup again. What's a twig? Everyone's seen a twig. <laughs> yeah. But I just thought Groot, man, Groot was the glue that held that team together. Mm-hmm. You know, everybody was looking at Star-Lord when he wanted to fight, you know, Yondu for the thing and then go after Ronan. They're like, you're an idiot. And then Groot's like, he's got a point. And then they're all like, well, okay. <laughs> well, also, he's like the only one to stick up for him. And then they look yeah. over and then he's like eating bark off of his, off of his shoulder. shoulder. <laughs> There's like a little weed or something coming yep. out. And he's like, oh, shit, that's the guy that's behind me yeah. right now. <laughs> you're making me beat up grass <laughs> but i want i want to see king groot after a while i want to oh, see the Groot yeah. ser- species i want to see more mm-hmm. than just him i want to see them interact with more groots mm-hmm. specifically a uh, king groot do you want to see more of what rocket is if nope. we're going to pair them together do you do nope. you know about the half world and all that oh i want his character explored yeah do i want to see more rockets more people like rocket do you want to see his girlfriend from the comics, the Otter? Not really. That's going to make the greatest toy of all time. It's going to sell a million of them. It's going to be the she'll new probably baby be Yoda. around. Do I? Do I? Do I have a need to see that? No. Do no, I want to see Rocket get retribution for what's happened to him? Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. I want to see Rocket go unhinged. There's like supposedly there's like a whole planet of these engineered animals that were like their intelligence was turned all the way up so they can take care of um, mental patients. Mm-hmm. So. Supposedly, there's like oh, a whole so pretty c- civilization. Much animals. Yeah, it's pretty the much. The island of Dr. Moreau on crack. Yeah, kind of. With a bunch of circuit boards. Yeah. I love how Rocket's like the MacGyver. Just give yeah. me this, 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 and this. And His little raccoon hands are going a million miles an hour. <laughs> and that guy's eye. Yeah. <laughs> I need that guy's leg. Yep. I love how. His, I got the leg. His intelligence gets. I didn't correct. really need that. I only needed these three things. <laughs> What was the look on his face? Yeah, yeah. What did he say? What did he say when you asked for the leg? I had to transfer him 30,000 like, units. Was he like hopping around? I love that. Oh, yeah. I definitely identified with him doing that. But I love how over the course of the movie, every member of the Guardians learns that whatever he does, it's going to be good. Yeah. Because you know in that last scene when Peter Quill is like dancing and stuff, everybody... Gamora and Drach kind of look over and they see Rocket like doing something and they're like, oh shit, he's doing something. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. (laughs) Yep. It's without even having to say it. They're like, okay. Yeah. Megan's a big fan of Rocket. (laughs) I feel the need to say that as she's not here. As am I. But I've never heard her say that before. Loves Rocket the raccoon in a major way. Not just because of Bradley Cooper, just because of the way he is. The way his little plucky attitude is. Uh, And I, you know, we've seen it's so crazy it's a tribute to james gunn sean gunn and bradley cooper mm-hmm. to make you feel for an animated raccoon oh yeah yeah thank god bradley cooper got this because originally he was supposed to have a british accent which he does in some of the animated stuff Ooh. it's just it's very off-putting yeah. who was who was gonna play him i don't i don't even think they got that far i think once they found out bradley cooper was interested they're like Done. yeah 
But there, I have seen a couple animated things and some video game stuff where he has a very strong British Cockney accent, and it's yeah. like, oh, that is off-putting. Yeah, it's interesting to hear. You know yeah. what's funny is I still don't hear Bradley Cooper's voice. Oh yeah, I look at Rocket. Like, Comple- it's a two completely different and, voices, and even still, and also like Vin Diesel, I still don't hear him in group. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like. I'm just waiting for him to break down. I live my life a quarter mile at a time. But <laughs> he doesn't. You thought you had me? Or you almost had me? La Familia. Golly. Get it out of here. Yeah, I'm I want to see a rocket arc, though. I, When he was the last Guardian standing, I was like, oh, mm-hmm. you left him alive? He's the one who always acts like he doesn't fucking need anybody. Mm-hmm. Like, screw everyone else. I, I could do this without you. You're going to make him Lose everyone, oh! But at the same time, he's like that. He'll go after it too. Yeah, we've all lost people. You, me, the chick with the antenna. (laughs) Dude, until this very minute, I thought you were a -a builder. Maybe I am. (laughs) Dude, just I I loved that, and I think there's so much more for Rocket to to do Mm -hmm. and explore, and Groot, and the whole Guardians team. All of them. They set it up to keep on going. And thank you to Disney for taking your giant head out of your sphincter and bringing James Gunn back. Because yes. if you didn't do that, Guardians 3 probably doesn't happen. Mm-hmm. If it somehow does happen, it damn sure doesn't work. Mm-hmm. It's not the same. Dave Batista was the first person I went, if you're not doing it, James Gunn, I'm not doing it. He's not yeah. doing it. Yeah. I'm out. Yeah. Stood by him for yep. sure. He stood yeah. by him all the way up until. Well, he, James Gunn was a victim of cancer cult, cancel culture. Hold yeah. my hand, cancel culture. I'm Thank sorry, you. I'm contagious today. That's all right. <laughs> um, but and and I like that they stuck with him, and I yeah. think uh, that they made the right decision. And it took him going. Fine, I'll go do this somewhere else. I'll go do the Suicide Squad, which but, this movie is the reason I'm so excited about the Suicide Squad, because if he what? can do that with Marvel characters, he'll do the same magic with. DC characters. Oh, good lord! Hopefully, yeah. here comes Mark. But unfortunately, no, 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 no. No one gives a shit about the Suicide Squad. You tried. Nobody gives a shit mess. about the. I okay. disagree with that. But what? Swing. Well, some people care about the Suicide Squad, but I mean, inside of the movie, don't talk the movie. Really? Like uh, really? Yeah, the you, first you movie. You find was, me somebody who was really cares about the Suicide Squad. I care about Harley Quinn. I want to see Deathstroke. Yeah, uh, I I did I did think Deadshot was going to be a good idea, and then I saw that they had King Shark. I'm so yeah. excited for King Shark, I could pee myself. That's why they pretty much cleaned house. Yeah, I mean, for this one, but they I kept, mean, it's hard to go back after that bad taste left in your mouth. That's why this is a yeah. Suicide Squad two. Yeah, it's yeah. just suicide. the Suicide. Yeah, squad. the yeah. Suicide Squad because he's going to take all these weird. Okay, so think about it. If somebody pitched you Guardians of the Galaxy in 2013, like, oh, there's a tree. Uh, a, a raccoon. A raccoon. A talking raccoon. Uh, a guy who doesn't really understand anything. Um, and then a guy from Earth and a green girl. You're like, who the fuck are these people? Yeah. But I'd probably give it a shot at least. I gave Suicide Squad a shot. Well, that's your mistake, not mine. Speaking of the green girl, <laughs> we skipped arguably one of my favorite story arcs in all of the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Mm-hmm. In Miss Deadliest Woman in the Universe. Oh, yeah. Gamora. Mm-hmm. I... Could not have been happier with the casting choice, the way she portrayed her character. She's kind of a literal one, too. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. She doesn't joke around or anything like that. But like, She was raised as, as an assassin. Yeah. Like, it's a dry sense her of humor. Her whole family is killed. 
Her she's, dad is Thanos. She's around with a uh, forcibly adoptive father. Well, yeah, Thanos. she's the ward of Thanos. Yeah, exactly. And, you know, she's been sitting here and taking it for so long, and she's finally going to say, you know what? Fuck this guy. Mm-hmm. That Stockholm Syndrome's wearing off. Yep. yep. I don't care no more. I hate your chair. I hate your food. I hate your little bug people that work for you. I'm out of here. <laughs> and I'm taking my cyborg sister with me. Yeah, she will go. going. She's got daddy issues. It's fine. She needs daddy's approval. And, uh, you know... Like, little things like that. Like, her demeanor all through Guardians 1, I loved. Mm-hmm. And the fact that she tried doing the right thing. And she was trying to, like, get into what Peter was saying. And she's like, wait a minute. I know what you're trying to do. You know what I mean? And then she's so hardcore the whole movie, even up to the end. And just the little subtleties. When you see her in uh, the beginning of Infinity War, and she's up there just singing and dancing in the front seat of the ship. Mm-hmm. Like that right there just showed so much character That's development. That's the range of where it started to it's where like, you get to. Man, to see her doing that, she's yeah. definitely changed. She's she's mm-hmm. let the let the you know the brakes off a little bit. Nope. You kind of see her just kind of like when she puts the headphones on, she's trying to yeah. build that relationship with Peter. She's kind of like kind of nodding her head a little bit. The melody bit. is soothing. Oh, perfect. <laughs> perfect. <laughs> so she's like she's trying to open up. Yeah. She's not used to that. Right. You know, you see where she grew up yeah. in this dark uh, gray ship with like weird bug people around, like you said. Right. So in those like restrictive, uh, in that restrictive atmosphere, and then she's kind of like, okay, human stuff. I yeah. Like this. Let it's me try cool. this and see what you got going on. I don't dance. <laughs> yeah. And this will be another story for another episode, but I'm definitely on Team Star Lord for what happens with Gamora. Mm. Thanos mm. and all that stuff that happens. I was like, as soon as that started developing, I was like, I know what's going to happen here, mm-hmm. and I completely support it. Mm. You know what I mean? You put yourself in that situation, and what if yeah. it was your wife or your girl? And yeah, oh God, somebody yeah, did no. that. Then you show up and you're like, Hi, I'm right in front of your face now. You would have done the same thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, come on, oh, don't yeah. tell me you wouldn't have. Yeah, it was like Scarlet ruined it. Yeah. Shut up. Oh, in that moment, I I say the same thing. But in that moment, Nas, Thanos, that ass is mine, bro. Yeah. You're not killing my wife and thinking yeah. that shit's gravy. And nah. not thinking that we're not dancing nah. at some point. I'm going mm-hmm. full John Wick. You can't <laughs> call it times 10, bro. Like, exactly. Let's go. And that is a tribute to how good she was as a character and how, you know, how much, she, you know, every single one of those members of the team, you can't do without. Yeah. You they know all I mean? play their part, and they all kind of mesh together perfectly. Yeah. And even in two, they yeah, bring in like save. they bring in Mantis, and she kind of slides right, right into the fold. Right and she's there. another really lovable character mm-hmm. that I want to see more of. Yeah, I want to see more of all of these people. I want to see more of Yondu. Um, what the heck is Sean Dunn's uh, name? Oh my gosh! Starts with an R. Talking oh about Taserface? No, no, not Taserface. <laughs> No, um, oh gosh, I wish I could think of it because he got the fin at the end of Guardians 2. Yeah, because he got the fin and the quill and he kind of wants to go on and do his own thing. I want to see more of that too. Yeah. Yeah. All what those is people. his name? I was going to say, didn't Yandu die? Yandu. Yeah. Yeah. Spoilers. Oh and I was going to say, <laughs> here we go. That here we go. Hold on, I'm going to do it really weapons. low. Go ahead. Keep talking. I love Yandu's weapon. That, that, that thing arrow. is. I was oh, like, that yeah. is so different and that original. Thing is so like, cool. That is awesome. Craglin, I think it's Craglin, that's it. To be controlled by his whistle. I like, think it's Craglin, but I'm going to go ahead just... and still do this. Mm-hmm. Like, that and was dope. All he has to do is do, do one of these, open up his pocket, his pocket like a little jacket. Craglin, I was yep. right. You were yeah. right. Wow. Turn that way up. 
<laughs> wow. I'm just not patting myself on the back. Megan loves it when I do that, when I pat myself on the back and I'm right about everything. She Who? specifically loves that. Yeah. Megan, my wife, the one that's not here, she'll back me up. Seat's empty. I don't know who yeah, you're talking she'll, about. She'll back me up. Um, but either way, yeah, that's it's just such a great team. I'm so glad you, you picked this particular movie too. i just wanted to watch and it again this group yeah honestly <laughs> all you wanted this is the first time like i got homework for the podcast and i was like oh yeah i'm definitely gonna i can do this, this. <laughs> even i was like yo let's watch guardians like i went to go into like guardians put it on if go. i had a little yeah. bit more time i would have popped in too yeah yeah like i finished one today if i had just an extra hour like two hours i would have watched well i didn't have the time to do this because i was dungeon mastering last night so i didn't get a chance to do my homework however I would have watched Guardians 1, Guardians 2, Infinity War, Endgame, all of it. Um, I guess I got to do that now. Yeah, yeah, you have to. You have to. <laughs> you don't have a choice. So what do you guys want to see in 3? I don't know, but Oof. it needs to open with somebody else dancing again. <laughs> oh, yeah. Like, that was a pretty interesting yeah. one. Drax this time? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Drax popping and locking? Oh, bro, that'd be hilarious. Um, What do I want to see? I want to see Adam Warlock. Me too. I really want to see Adam Warlock. I want to see. Do you want this table flipped, bro? I, I was going to say see... Ryan's going to perk up here. You want this table flipped? You I don't want to see Adam. See... I, I know your whole thing about him not being involved in the Infinity Saga, but let's get past that. And he's still a quality yeah. character. Get over it. Get over it. No. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I want to see Adam Warlock. I want to see Nova. Yeah. I want to see. These the nuts. Groots. You want to see the Groot world? I do want to see the Groot world. Okay. Uh, golly, I, I don't... This is going to surprise everyone. I don't want to see a lot of Thor. Yeah. I feel like it's going to open with Thor. And then I he's, wanna, gonna, I, he's got his own shit to do. He's yeah. got Thor 4 coming out. Let he's me clarify. I want to see a shit ton of Thor. I want to see all the Thor you can give me. I'll take Thor as long as Chris Hemsworth is willing to hold a hammer and call himself Thor. But I also want to see my guardians. Yeah. I don't want this to be, well, I, I'm sitting here saying this, but I love mashup movies too. I do, but I but feel Thor like Thor's so commanding. Yeah. I feel like sometimes I want to see them on their own. Yeah. So what do you think three's going to be though? Like, cause like Star Lord doing what he did to Thanos. Mm -hmm. My guess is he would try to, he's probably going to try to do anything he can to bring Gamora back. It's going to be a search for the Gamora. That is still alive, although it's very interesting to think, why would she be alive? Why wouldn't she be snapped? Yeah. Mm. Because she's part of Thanos' army. Yeah, why would yeah. she why would she not have been snapped? Because Tony doesn't know her. Tony Do, doesn't know does her he, contribution. Does Tony decide or does the stone decide? You decide whatever it Yeah. This is one of my problems with Endgame. Is you decide. That's why I'm. But if you say kill all the bad people, no, you don't. Not like that. Remember when he you know, gives uh, Hulk the list? Yeah, when he snaps that first time. Yeah, and it wasn't until I actually watched the movie the second time and heard the list, I was like, okay, I understand it. But still, this whole last sequence didn't need to take place. When Hulk snapped the first time, it could all have been done. Mm. That's true. It is. That's but, one of my biggest things. They don't. They, they wanted... think. Fan so so. Here's the challenge there. Before we can dive off the deep end, we can't. We can't. Got to say this right. right. I hate Endgame. So I'm just gonna say it right here. Thanos at that point is not a threat. He's in the past. He has no means of coming back. So the only purpose of that is to snap people they lost back. 
and not change anything else. That's why Hulk snaps his fingers in the first place. They don't even know that Thanos is on his way or that he's even a factor. Yeah, they that's haven't why, seen him at this that's point. That's why as soon as that's done, Thanos is there. Now they have to deal with him in another way. But there is some slip up with it, but also there's a talking raccoon in the movie, so let's not pick <laughs> it apart too much. he's genetically engineered. He makes sense, bro. That snap doesn't make any goddamn sense. Well, so I, save it I, for your blog. Yeah, I will. <laughs> I do think. I do think that it's that's common. interesting to see how they find uh, Gamora. I don't think. I think that's what we're going to get as a heavy search for Gamora, and then a conflict that brings them both together. That we might even see Mister Star Lord take a mortal injury or something very serious mm. i think that gets her to snap out of it that's what i think i you think she's going to be stuck in the soul stone i don't i do i don't think she's yeah, going to be see, stuck that's in what the I'm soul thinking. stone she's going to be stuck there cuz the soul stone is to... back where they found it back on that planet mm-hmm. so if they're going to get her back they're going to have to trade something else like what Let's what throw red skull over the side <laughs> he's he throws, free he red, red skull's not there set. anymore once, uh, the stole, once the stone is taken, and it's also in another dimension. But if it's put back, it's yeah. in another what timeline. Happens? It's in another timeline. The mm. one that they originally found that's in their timeline was destroyed by Thanos. Mm. So I don't think she's in the Soul Stone, personally, unless she's in another timeline. In which case, Stephen Strange is going to come back and get her out of there. He's going to be the answer for everything, trust me. Yeah, I hate that. But we'll see. It's It leads to a lot of fun as well. It sure does. Mark, I liked your Picktober. Thank you. I thought you did a fantastic job. Hey, Ryan. Ryan, I loved your Picktober. Yep. I thought you did a fantastic job. Megan, why don't you tell us what your Picktober is for next week? Should we just let the music play? Honey? Honey? Is she haunted? (laughs) Tell us about your your Picktober. Honey? (laughs) She's picking up your children. Our children. But yes, she That's is. That's what I meant. You're the one here. <laughs> She's doing wonderful things. She's doing the Lord's work out there. And you guys are doing the Lord's work by listening to the Alter Ego podcast. We super appreciate you. Thank you so much. And we have one last picktober that I'm sure you'll see on the listing of the episode next week. We're so excited to it's do it. It's Rocket Raccoon. She, yeah, yeah. she loves Rocket <laughs> Raccoon. Guardians 2. I'd be okay with that. Yeah. Uh, I know what you're asking yourself right now as the music plays and you're like, oh my God, they got to be done. Is where can you find the Alter Ego podcast? How can you interact with us? How can you tell us how much you hate me or you love the cyborg? Whatever. How do you do that? I'll tell you. Alter Ego Podcast 2 at gmail.com. Alter Ego Podcast on Twitter at podcast underscore ego. Facebook at the Alter Ego Podcast. Instagram at Alter Ego Pod and YouTube.com forward slash Alter Ego Podcast. I have been Jack Austin. This has been Cyborg Mark. I am Groot. This has been Ryan. I am Groot. You're Groot. And this is the playout. I love this part. Me too. (laughs) We talked during the opening. Why don't we talk during the exit? They did that part just for me. Breaking up is hard to do, but when it comes to your wireless carrier, you should have left a while ago. You're over the big three carriers. You deserve better. Xfinity Mobile. Now you can get unlimited with 5G included for just $30 a month on the nation's fastest, most reliable network. So break free from the big three and save with Xfinity Mobile. 
Take the savings challenge at XfinityMobile.com slash MySavings to see how much you can save when you get Xfinity Mobile and Internet together. Reduced speeds at 20 gigabytes per line. Most reliable based on Root Metrics U.S. report. Results vary, not an endorsement. April is Parkinson's Awareness Month. Visit MichaelJFox.org slash April to support critical research. And thanks. Me, 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 but also you. The Pharaoh fast-forwards his favorite foreign film, Powder Donut. <clears throat> okay, what's my line? Uh, the only line I see here on the script is get options based on your budget with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. Oh, man, that's a tongue twister, huh? I'm sorry, I'm going to need a few more minutes. <clears throat> bulbous Walrus, the Bulbous Walrus. The Name Your Price tool, only from Progressive. The owl ran afoul of the comatose Coxswain. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and affiliates price and coverage match limited by state law. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. Oh, that's a cheer we used to do in softball. Uh, what? It's, uh, actually Geico. Whenever someone hit a triple, we would wave our bats and yell, 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. But we never got to use it because we would only hit home runs. Annoying. The phrase is from Geico because they help save people money. Geico? Yeah, they were our team sponsor. Geico. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more.